Alrighty, welcome to the Printer Pod. This is your host, Basic Printer, also known as Jesse Gillenwalters. Kind of prime that in the opposite way because you know me more as a musician than you do personally. That's part of what this podcast is about, at least I would think. Um, to be honest, I don't know what this podcast is going to be about. And that's kind of the fun of it, is I think that it might be a cool jumping off point to talk to some of you um, and kind of just talk out loud and see where it goes and see what you guys um, respond to and what you guys like and what you want more of. So, yeah, I figured I would start a podcast because as a musician, you're not always putting out music constantly, always. Um, you know, inspiration strikes at different times, and lumping music together um, sometimes makes more sense than trickling out singles or whatever. So, I feel like this podcast might be a good way to stay in contact with everyone that kind of enters the world of Basic Printer. And if you know me personally, or you are familiar with my works in whatever form they uh, take, in whatever wide breadth they span, this is a good place to kind of get to know me and uh, listen to some ruminations. I have uh, poured my favorite quarter four beer, I like to call it, um, the Left Hand Milk Stout. Shoutouts to Left Hand Brewery. Um, if anyone knows any context there, that would be a great sponsor, though I don't feel that it's necessarily on brand to Basic Printer. It's not a very, Basic Printer isn't a very, um, alcohol-centric kind of effort, I would say. It's more, it would probably be better to be, uh, endorsed by either a synthesizer company or, like, um, like a counseling center, like an anxiety doctor. That might be good. So yeah, today, 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 blah, 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 blah. what do I want to talk about? I really don't know. I, I, you know, the key here is that I wanted to, um, kind of just open, open this can of worms and, and see what happens, you know? So like what's relevant right now? Well, in the world of basic printer, I am, uh, I am in the midst of releasing this record. Uh, the new record is called good weird. A lot of you have gone through the experience. By the time you're hearing this, you will have n- known the record very well. But as it stands today, which is October 20th, um, we are halfway through my album launch. And what that meant, or means, um, is that I was uh, I, I designed this album launch that takes place over the course of eight days, where uh, you had a month to sign up, and if you signed up, on the first day, which was October 17th, you would get the first song of the record. And then day two, second song, so on and so forth. Um, and the record would be unveiled to you song by, on a song-by-song basis with each day um, me explaining the impetus behind the song and how it was created and things like that. And so I'm in the middle of that right now, and that has been very fun. A lot of people signed up and a lot of people have been talking to me uh throughout it which is cool you know it's like i wanted to release a record this way because it feels like as an artist right you know 
you're kind of waiting for these moments um, where people are coming up to you and are interested in in the the nuts and bolts of a song and want to talk about the emotional environment that the song exists in because you know that's kind of the goal as an artist is to create these little emotional um environments within which another person can reside for however long they they need and then and get something out of it and the idea is that you're providing this kind of emotional connectivity in, in the way that only you can, you know, and that's why there's there's such a need for art um, from so many people. You know, we can only we can only offer the solace in the in the specific way that we can, and the you know the world is is full of such varied people that one artist can't speak for all of us, and and the more um, the more people that an artist speaks for you know, the more general their message kind of has to be. So I like the idea that I've, you know, tried to wrangle up people that vibe specifically with what I'm putting forth. And so this record release was designed around um, enriching and um, providing that moment for every fan. And that just seems like a more potent and and obvious way of releasing a record, you know, uh, instead of just putting it on streaming and walking away and then just watching your stream numbers and hoping people are listening. That kind of seems like a fruitless and wasted uh, opportunity, you know? I mean, you made, you're making this work. You're making this, this large work that you're putting a lot of uh, your life into. It seems like to not validate it at the level that you've, you know, the the level of effort you've put into it seems like you're missing the point, you know what I mean? So, in the middle of that record release right now, that's pretty cool. And I think a lot of you listening have gone through that. Um, so I thank you very much, and I'm excited to uh, see how the rest of the experience goes. Um, to be honest, I'm already thinking about the next record fairly heavily i'm very i'm very in it right now i've i haven't written much for it. i've written a song but i am getting all of the pre-production um lined up and all of the ideas hashed out um and i've made this 43 song playlist um that kind of contains all of the influences and kind of benchmarks of um aesthetic and emotional intention that I want to put in the next record. So this is kind of a, it's kind of like a Pinterest board of sounds in a way, you know, um, it's a list of kind of beacons of, of sound that I want to tap into. So I think it might be cool to, um, show you guys that. And that's actually on my Spotify. So if you're on my Spotify page and you scroll down to the bottom where there's playlists, you will see that playlist featured. It's called Fantastic Wrist. So if you're interested in some of the influences that are slated to go into the next record, please follow that playlist. Um, and you can get a little bit, a little bit deeper into the recesses of my mind. But yeah, so I'm working with um, my friend Aaron, who Aaron is a an amazing musician and he plays in, in the basic printer live band and he always has pretty much, um, since basic printer is formally started, 
but he's also a very gifted producer. Um, and so I usually produce everything myself, but I've decided to let somebody else's hands on the wheel. Mm, just because I, I haven't done that yet. And I have weaknesses that I can own up to that Aaron is very strong in. And I think for um, this reason, the next record will be a lot more um, adept and a lot more mature and powerful. And that's those are my goals. So Aaron is the person to go to for that. Um, and I have this... So part of his production process is, you know you make this playlist of um, artists that speak to you in the way that you want to then speak moving forward and um, add some bullet points as to why you picked the song. So I made this huge playlist, first of all, 43 songs, and then I made this spreadsheet with a... um, (laughs) I made this spreadsheet with a row for each song and then like... At each cell, there is, there's like genre, general vibe, personal anecdote relating to the song, and then three reasons why I picked it. So I'm building out this huge spreadsheet um, with all this personal information and just like all of these ruminations on the songs, and that is a lot of fun to make. Um, I would I would consider sharing that as well. I haven't figured out how I'm gonna kind of. Um, keep everyone in the loop about different things i I, the podcast is the start but i think i might you know um you know i'm not gonna (laughs) i'm not gonna show this expansive spreadsheet of just personal anecdotes and ruminations and random things that i think about regarding music because i don't think everyone's interested in that necessarily but for the people that are i would like to be able to you know give access to that so hey if you're into it send me an email jesse at basicprinter.com and uh really please do so anyway about anything with this podcast i'd like to see what you'd like out of it would you like me monologuing would you like some guests would you like me talking about the production of the music would you like me talking about other music Blah, blah 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 cool so one segment i want to include is fan of the week or or by week depending on how frequently I do these. I I have a feeling they'll be weekly. Um, The fan of the week, the first fan of the week ever, is Jake Gizinski and or Jizinski. Very sorry. I will say them both ways. I know one is right. I'm confident one is right. If if neither of those are right, please reprimand me, Jake. But Jake Gizinski, he was a member of the Avalanche Experience, and he... Man, he was just like, he got it, you know what I mean? He would be replying and being like, give me his thoughts on the song and like speaking to, you know, um, his experiences and like how we were similar and things we liked. And, you know, he was he was like, oh, it kind of sounds like th- this song. And the song he would show me would be like, wow, that's, you know, like that's a sick song and that really does exist in the same sonic environment. And he was just st- stuck out as like, man, like he's he's made for this. So we definitely vibed, and we had a good time. And I want to shout him out. So Jake Kaczynski, fan of the week, love you. I love you dearly, Jake. Please uh, 
feel free to message me, email me anytime you want to hang out. Just let me know. If you're in the area, if you're in the Nashville area, hit me up. Cool. So what else is going on? It's, it is October and man, I realized like, I love fall. I love fall and winter. And I think I'm realizing that whether I like it, I like it or not. Autumn brings a sadness within me. And I kind of started looking at my past years of autumn And I was like, you know, damn, like no matter what was happening in my life at the year, whatever year in question, there was some element of eventual sadness that took over. And so I don't know what it is. It's just very affecting. Um, And and we're in that stage right now. I wrote this song uh, that's going on the next record where... uh, October is a word in the chorus and it's about how how October is you know when October hits everyone get enters enters fall mode right they they put on their flannels and they start going for walks with lattes and it's just like this cozy nice time and they're watching movies they're watching like Harry Potter on their couches like co- cozied up to their loved ones and um the chorus of the song is basically saying like October is a facade you know what i mean it's this pretty new environment it's this pretty new um way of thinking it's this shiny new fun thing but underneath it is this crushing nostalgia and wistfulness and sadness and and you know it is this first signs of death you know what i mean it is trees dying uh (laughs) so it's like (laughs) So the the chorus is kind of a pe- pessimistic um, takedown of of October, and it's it's cutesy ornaments that make us um, romantic and and happy and warm inside. Um, and I'm not I'm not mad about it. I think it's a beautiful sentiment, personally. I don't think I'm a naysayer or a hater. I think I'm a realist, and I think that, uh, you know, things like this need to be said. This goes back to what I was saying. You know, I make art for people who want to understand it and and feel it out. And that sentiment, you know, I need to offer that sentiment if someone else won't. What else is going on? Um, I plan to have some guests on after this one. I think this will be the introductory pod. Um... Some of the guests I want to have, I want to have some members of my band on, um, and I also, you know, I kind of want to, like, use the podcast almost journalistically, in a way. Like, I would like to get people on the podcast who I don't know well that I want to know, and I think a podcast episode might be a good way to guide that um, process of getting to know someone in a way that is productive and enlightening, and gives them a kind of a moment to passionately explain themselves in a way that's less, um, in a way, in, you know, cause in a way it's less scary in that, uh, you're bringing someone in with the pretext that they have an expertise or, on something or, or, you know, they have things that they could talk about that you're interested on in hearing them kind of profess about. 
And so in a way that's more comfortable than casually, you know, like um, in passing or like in a group scenario where they're just uh, trying to get them to get to know them there. It's kind of weird to be like, um, so please, you know, please for 20 minutes, go on about this, this thing that I'm interested in. You know what I mean? There's, it's less conducive to that. So giving them a platform and letting them and, and empowering them and being like, you know, I'm interested in you because you do this thing. Uh, and I want to, I want to get to know you through that way. I think that would be a more bountiful way of getting to know someone. So I would look out for that. Maybe I would like to have some fans on the podcast. I think that would be really cool um, to see where we intersect and kind of really mine down to see what what kind of thing Basic Printer really is. Do you know what I mean? In terms of... Because I make this music all the time in my house by myself. For years I've done this. You know what I mean? And it's like I don't even necessarily know the message that I mean to output. It's just a breath for me. It's what I got to say and do at whatever year of, of life I'm in. And, you know, there isn't some, like, neon sign mission statement above the thing where it's, like, above above my music where it's, like, this is for the people that have this kind of problem or are interested in this kind of thing or, like, jam into this kind of thing. You know, so I would, I would be interested to see what kind of... Um, what fans take away from it because that's kind of more the definition of it than I could ever make. You know, I can't define what my music does for people. I can assume, but I don't really know. And I have a feeling that, uh, it's way different than I think. That's a really cool thing about music is that I think it's maybe image versus, um, uh, I don't really know how you'd call it, but the idea being, you know, how you're received is a lot different than what you put forth. It's not really what you put forth is kind of irrelevant if it's received a different way. And it's really hard to know what those things are as the creator of the thing. You know what I mean? You can only put forth what you put forth and then it's kind of up to everyone else what, what it really is at that point. So I think having some fans on talk, talk about that would be very cool, very illuminating for my own, you know, my own self. I feel like that would, that would speak to who I am in a way I couldn't possibly forecast. So if you want to be a fan on the podcast, please, 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 please email me or message my stupid Facebook page. I know that you know where it is. Because I attack you with it on a daily basis, my friends. Anyhow, what else is going on? I am about to go on tour in less than a week. Um, We are going through Fairfax, Virginia. We're going through Charlotte, North Carolina, then Fairfax, Virginia, and then Brooklyn, New York. They've already happened by the time you're hearing this, so don't go looking to see me play there soon. I mean, in theory, probably next year I will be back um, on the East Coast like I do. I play New York pretty frequently if you're in New York. So, yeah, going on tour going on tour with Aaron, that guy I was talking about before, just me and him in a car, in my car, uh, barreling to and from these cities, playing these little shows, freaking out, um, and seeing a bunch of 
people and fans and friends, family. So that's cool. Um, and that will be fun. Touring is very odd. I've done a bit of it now, not a ton, but enough to kind of get the average vibe from it. And, uh, my first tour, it was like, it felt like just something I had to go do, you know what I mean? And figure out. That's kind of what that was. And, uh, it's really quite a culture shock, or a, not a culture shock, but you, it's a it's a shock that um, shift in, in mentality and and everything. It's like it's so much work and so much social energy and so much. Um, you just have to be on constantly because you're you're either driving, which whatever. If you're not driving, then that's some downtime. But still, it's it's not exactly comfortable always. But you're either driving or, you know, you're parking or you're waiting, you know, like <laughs> you get to a city and it's not, it's not like, uh, the place you can stay, your, your friend or your hotel's like ready, ready at the moment or whatever, your Airbnb. So it's like, you don't have somewhere to chill always, but like you have to load in in two hours anyway. So then you have to unpack the whole van and carry all the crap in. And then you're talking to the booker and talking to the, you know, these people and you're setting up the merch. And then like, by the time that happens, that's all set up. It's like, oh, no, we didn't eat dinner, so then you got to go eat. But it's like, ah, oh, we got to uh, be back at, in an hour. So, like, <laughs> then you go eat, then you come back, then it's like you're antsy because you're about to play, and then, like, you get up to play, and, like, one of your little cables is missing, so you're like, what the hell? And, you know, you have to fix that, and then you play, and then right after, it's like you get swarmed by people who, like, you know, want to give you feedback or buy something. And <laughs> so then you're at the merch table interfacing all that. But like, you got to get your gear out of the way. So then you're like loading out, like kind of simultaneous to all this, or you're not, and you're moving stuff out of the side. And then you're talking to all these people and sell the merch. And then after that's done, you're loading out, which is like heavy lifting. And it's like midnight. And then by then it's like all set up and you're like, okay, where are we staying? And it's like, you go to where you're staying. And it's like such crazy energy up till that point it's like not exactly easy to fall asleep and sometimes you're on a hardwood floor and it's like uh so it's a it's a shift is my point (laughs) and if if you're planning to come see me live just know that that is going through my head so if i come off as rushed or um not relaxed or not able to give you enough of the time that i really want to give you know that I am in an, uh, in a hectic world at that moment in time. <laughs> now, that also being said, if you're interested in, um, if we tour and you're interested in running merch or helping us load in or anything, that would be great. I would love that. I would love to outsource that to fans um, because you, we can get you into the show for free. We can give you some merch. Um, and you can get to know us, you can, whatever, you can hang out with us in the green room, um, and you can kind of just be on the team for a little while for a night and get into the show that you were planning to come to anyway for free. Um, and so unless you really want to just like freak out right in front of the stage and don't want to think about anything else, then I wouldn't do that. But if you don't mind sitting from the merch table and seeing the show for free and getting some other things and kind of experiencing the show in a more connected way i would love to have you do that with us so keep on the lookout next time we tour if you if you want to do that i would honestly love to do that and and i would probably um send messages out as it was 
so be on the lookout for that. I think that's good. I think that's good. And and that's part of what, you know, with music, it's not just in my mind. I mean, I don't want to just make this music, throw it out into the void, and then that's what I'm doing. You know what I mean? That's like, that's not what I'm doing. I am connecting people to me and to each other, and and we're all this this new kind of almost uh, digital or distant society, you know? And so to me, a show, for example, is a congregation of that. And, you know, I like the idea of it maybe being like, if you want to be involved, please. Why would I say no to that? So I think that's neat, personally. Band I am obsessed with right now is Grizzly Bear. And I've been, I've known them for many, 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 many years uh, since they broke out with Vekitimest. Vekitimest. Vekitimest, I believe. Um, amazing band. It's, I remember when I initially heard them, I heard Two Weeks, and uh, something about the production of that song. I mean, all their songs are kind of produced in that way. But something about that song, it's like, God, like strikingly, the production is like, God, that's such a particular effect you know what i mean that it has in terms of there's like a rustic nature to it or like a almost a almost a scholarly element to it it kind of feels like it was it feels like pop that was developed in like a like an ivy league library or something like a like a studious institution like echoing down the the stacks it feels like a holy or very sacred academic kind of feels like a renaissance that's that's the thing grizzly bears production feels like a renaissance quote me on that um and i think that's super cool that's really but the thing is initially i wasn't i was not bothered by it but it didn't hit me now now the song two weeks it hit me in that way i described but when i dug into their other stuff i was like i was kind of like man the the instruments feel too uh far away they feel too distant because so much of it was um they were using this room reverb you know what i mean they're using the room as almost 50 percent of the of the instrument a lot of times it was like the guitars sounded uh you know 50 percent the guitar and then 50 percent the effect of the guitar reverberating in this room which um to me they it felt a little amateur or, or a little too rough that way i wanted more of the guitar for example up front um and so that kind of bothered me but the more i have lived uh, in in grizzly bear's sonic world the more i appreciate that um it feels really hard to to pull off and it, it the, the effect is really notable the, the result is very notable so it's like just the idea of like cranking this you know guitar like smacking this drum in a way that that captures the room and having the room be really important is uh beyond me honestly because i don't do a lot of that as i'm sure you've noticed but there's a lot of power that comes from the room effect and uh the, the cumulative effect is really wild on all the grizzly bears recordings everything feels a little dark everything feels a little um again uh academic is the word i want to use if, or, or you know it feels like a 
it's just it's it's a renaissance the production feels like a renaissance so i've been into that lately um put that on the on the playlist i mentioned earlier about the the inspirations for the next record um so we'll see how that bleeds through that'll, that'll definitely bleed through and i'm excited to see how and uh again it the ways that grizzly bear affects me um they affect me in a way that I don't understand. And that's part of where Aaron, uh, will come in, I think successfully. So that's the plan of, uh, plan of attack there. So what else can I talk about? Oh, so if you didn't go through the, um, the album launch experience, it should be on streaming either now or very soon. I think uh, I can actually tell you the exact date. Um, it will probably be in streaming on November 1st or November 2nd. Yeah. Or at least... Or at least shortly after then. So it will probably be on streaming by the time you hear this, I would say. And that's pretty neat, I think. So that, you know, if you didn't go through the album launch experience, you can hear it on streaming and kind of get a sense for who I am. Um, and the experience is still doable in a less exciting but still very cool um, manner. Uh, it's, you know, because it's not being unveiled to everyone all at once at the same time and, and you're not being uh, the first one to hear it anymore, obviously. But... I will have the experience available to anyone who wants to go through it if they so choose. Um, and I will set up that link and let you know soon. It's it's definitely going to be on my website. So you can just go to basicbrenner.com and I'm sure I'll put a very obvious link to it. Um, and you can kind of see what I was talking about um, earlier in terms of releasing music in a way that speaks to the emotional impetus more than uploading to Spotify does. But if you don't give a crap about that should be on spotify and you can hear some of my my tunes so yeah this has been the first printer pod and um i'm glad to have this new channel of communication to where i can interact with some of you guys even further in the off moments in the off seasons when i don't necessarily have music coming out and don't have a reason to talk to you all the time um i think this will be great and i'd love to have some of you involved as i was saying before so if you're a fan of the shit that I'm doing, um, please join the email list. That's the gr- that's the best way to stay in contact with me. Um, you can sign up on my website at basicprinter.com slash subscribe, and we'll get you in there. And you will get this podcast um, in your inbox as frequently as it comes out, which I'm anticipating a week. And there will be opportunities to potentially be on it and talk to me and, and all that kind of stuff. And I would like to talk to you. So... Uh, please head over to there and I guess that's it I will see you next week